Well, the holidays are, well, they're here. <laughs> Thanksgiving turned into Christmas overnight, it seems like. And right after Christmas, we have uh, New Year's celebrations. So how do you get your dog ready for all of that entertaining and company? And how do you make sure that your dog makes it through the holidays without an upset tummy or having any accidents? Well, let's get into that so that everyone can have a great time during the holidays. Well, the first thing that you think of when you get ready for the holidays is you go out shopping. Now, if you're like me, you have uh, friends and family that also have pets. So when you're considering buying them presents, keep in mind that their dog may be on a specific diet and it may be a different diet than your dog. So what kind of treats, what kind of toys can you get your doggy friends or cat friends, uh, well cat treats obviously, if there is, um, if you want to make sure that you don't get them something that they won't be able to give their dog because they're on a special diet. Well, uh, let's stay away from the generic milk bones and dog treats that you find in the grocery store. Let's start by doing that. Why, you say? Well, I'm not a snob. I'm really not. But a lot of those treats, like Beggin' Strips, uh, for example, have preservatives, BHA, BHT, that not only could upset the animal's stomach, but the owner may be very anti-giving them anything that has preservatives in it to begin with. Now, a lot of the preservatives that are used in cat and dog treats are not allowed to be used in human consumption. Why is that, you may ask? Well, simple, because they're known to cause cancer. So, in our household, we do not let Boomer eat any of those treats that have BHA, BHT in them, or the like. Honestly, I'd rather feed him freeze-dried, uh, high-value dog treats like Arcana has. He absolutely loves them. They're pocket-sized, so I can put them in a small container, take them with me anywhere, and they're great. Should you always carry dog treats with you? I, you know, I, I would love to say yes, but I don't. I mean, on a simple day-to-day -day basis, when Boomer and I are going to the grocery store, going out, doing something, no, I do not. If I know we're going to be encountering situations where he may lose attention and I need to make him stay focused, then yes, I will absolutely bring treats with me. That happens occasionally, uh, especially for noisy events, uh, celebrations that might include fireworks or the like. And yes, you might have fireworks on New Year's Eve. That's very, very common. So make sure that you plan ahead, uh, not only for the gifts that you're giving, but also for your dog as well. Now, if you're visiting neighbors or friends and family and you want to bring your dog along, absolutely you need to ask if it's okay if that animal comes along. Now, when would you not ask? Well, if you've gone over there numerous times and you've always had your dog with you, then you don't need to ask. 
in my case, you know, I don't always take my dog with me, uh, even if I'm going to a family event. And that's because if I feel like it's going to be too much uh, interaction or Boomer's already had a long day, I'm going to leave him at home. He's there to help me with low blood sugar. So if I'm going to be eating at this event, there's really no need to have him with me. Do I leave him at home all the time? Absolutely not. Uh, You can't do that with a service dog. They need to be with you not only to help you with your problem, but also so that they're used to going out with you. Uh, That way they're not surprised by strange events. (laughs) Does that make sense? So if you're going to take your dog with you and the people have already said, that's okay, absolutely, our dogs get along great, then we're ready for the next step. How do you get your dog ready for that? Well, first things first, let's get in the bathtub. Yep, give your dog a bath so that they smell good. Nobody wants a smelly old dog in their house. And also, take some portable wipes with you just in case, oh, God knows anything could happen. So take those little wipes with you. Remember me talking to you about dog appropriate wipes. Make sure you use wipes that do not contain lanolin. Give your dog a bath or take your dog to have a bath. Uh, Boomer, we just get him in the tub and wash him up. Takes about 10 minutes, no big deal. And he dries fast because he has short hair and almost no hair on his belly. Those of you that have uh, long-haired dogs, absolutely, you're going to be taking it to the groomer or taking them to the local pet store that has a self-service dog grooming facility where you pay like $10 to use their stuff, especially if your dog makes a mess when you take a bath. With Boomer, it's no problem at all, but I do want to remind you that if you're giving your dog a bath in your own home, make sure you have a non-slip pad that you can put in the tub. That not only protects the tub from the dog's toenails, but it protects the dog from slipping around in the tub because those tubs are very slick. Dangerous place for you or me, much less a dog. Once you're finished giving him a bath, you've obviously had the towels laying out ready, waiting for the dog once they get out. And that tail's going to shake, they're going to shake, water's going to go everywhere. So be prepared for that ahead of time. I use a rather large blanket style towel to drape over Boomer as he steps out of the tub. This will protect his tail from whipping on stuff like the toilet and the vanity. And it also protects the water from going everywhere in the room. Then I have shop towels or chamois towels, which do a fantastic job with absorbing the water off of his body. Now, of course, he's going to be wet doggy on the loose after that, running up and down the hallways, which is fine. But I close off the bedroom door so that he can't jump up on the bed and get the bed wet as well. 
What kind of shampoo do you use? Well, obviously you cannot use human shampoo on your dog. It's just too irritating to their skin. Use an oatmeal dog shampoo. I like the oatmeal, especially in the wintertime. It soothes dry skin, which, hey, you get dry skin in the wintertime. So does your dog. So after you've bathed him, after you've wiped him down, now's a great opportunity to get that nail clipper or Dremel uh, trimmer down and use that on their now soft nail beds. I don't use the clippers mainly because Boomer absolutely hates the clippers. I use the doggy trimmer, which is like a Dremel. It's not a Dremel tool. Please do not get something out of the workshop and use it on your dog. This is specially made, has guarded tips for your dog's nails. Just give that a quick once over. Make sure you take off the rough edges. Make sure that the nails are filed down appropriately. Makes it easier on the dog if you do it right after a bath anyway. So now your dog's ready to go visit with friends and family. Or is he? Is your dog ready to go to your friends or family for the celebration for any party event? Well, let's think about their bowel and bladder habits. Take that in consideration before you go out to enjoy an evening or a day with your friends and family. If it's going to be a very long car ride, I would say greater than two and a half hours, you might want to withhold the food for your dog until you get to your destination. Always, always, no matter how far or how short of a drive you take, give your dog the opportunity to use the bathroom. And when I say give them the opportunity, I mean take them for a walk. Don't just say, okay, go potty. Take them for a nice walk to make sure that they have emptied out their bladder and defecated if they need to. And now would be a great time to give your dog any CBD treats if they have anxiety issues when they're out. Depending on how long it takes for the CBD to take effect with your animal, with Boomer, it takes about an hour and a half before it's fully kicked in. Uh, you, you need to plan that accordingly. If you're going on an extremely long car ride, you may want to pretend as though they're having surgery and withhold food and water after midnight. I know it seems uh, like a bad thing to do, but the dogs are totally fine unless they have medical issues going on. And they can wait until you get to your destination to have food and water. Take that along with you, along with Tupperware-like containers so that you can bring back any unused food if you don't want to throw it away at your destination. Be sure to always take those handy wipes with you and any good dog owner has the dog bags with them, but also think about bedding that you might want to bring with your dog, whether it be a blanket or a dog bed so that they can have a safe place, their place, something that smells like them, to lay down and relax. You need to be wary of any small children that might be at the party or event that you're going to. 
And if there are small children, especially under the age of five, why under the age of five? Because it's really difficult for a toddler to understand what the appropriate interaction is with a dog. And you don't want a dog bite to happen at a festive celebration. The dog's already going to be in a stressed out condition by being in an unfamiliar place with lots of people around. So make sure you don't encourage a bite to happen. Make sure that if there are small children at the event, that the people who have those small children talk to their child and keep them away from your dog. And conversely, it's your dog. So make sure that you have your dog on a leash by your side at all times so that you know what's going on with the dog. This will also help prevent any accidents inside the house because if the dog is with you, then the dog will be less likely to raise their leg or hike down and pop a squat, (laughs) so to speak. Remember, this is your dog and your responsibility. And if you're taking on the responsibility to take your dog along with you, you need to plan for every event possible. Although Boomer never has and probably never will have an accident somewhere, I don't even take a purse. I take a backpack with me when we're going out. And I have a rolled up chucks pad or potty pad with me that I can whip out at a moment's notice and put under him if something were to start happening. That's what you have to do. That's how you have to plan. What if scenarios run through my head all the time? You need to make sure you've got that under control. And if this celebration is going to include fireworks, make sure you have hearing protection for your dog like I've discussed in earlier episodes. Early, uh, just a recap on that. You can get dog protection for their ears that goes inside their ear canal. Looks much like a human earplug, but it's not. It's much larger. A regular earplug for humans will not work on a dog. Well, you know, I don't even think it would work on a small dog. So, yeah, don't even try it with a small dog. Get dog protection that's made for dogs. Plan ahead. Plan for the worst. Hope for the best and make sure that your dog is not too stressed out. Remember, if they're too stressed out, you need to remove them from the situation. Take them for a walk, for example, assuming it's in a safe neighborhood. Make sure that the dog has ample opportunity to use the bathroom both before, during, and after the celebration before the ride home. What's next on the list? Well, you'll just have to wait because I'm about to discuss something else about taking your dog to an event that you may not have thought of. Okay, the suspense is killing you, isn't it? Well, maybe not killing you, but you're at least interested enough to keep listening to the podcast. By the way, Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. This is a labor of love, obviously, because I'm not getting paid. So, I don't have an ego, or at least not a big ego. Please, hit me back with any suggestions on how I can change the podcast or make it better. I deeply appreciate it, and I won't get my feelings hurt. I promise. Like and subscribe so that you can get updates on when I give a new episode, which is every month. 
All right, let's continue on with the final thought of what is it that you haven't thought of for the holidays with your dog. Okay, traveling with your dog anywhere, five minutes, five hours. You need to keep them in a seatbelt. The one we use is by Sleepy Pod. It's the Infinity Loop, and it's a padded dog harness in the front to keep their chest from being crushed in the event that you are in a car wreck. What does an object in motion tend to do? Well, it tends to stay in motion. That includes your dog. We don't want your dog to become a projectile within your car. Put them in a pet carrier if they're smaller. And if they're larger and you have a large car, you can, you can put them in a carrier as well, as long as that carrier is strapped down to something. You don't want your dog to blast around the car or the van or the minivan and get hurt. Nobody does. So remember, safety first. If you're traveling at night, which let's face it, we're probably all going to be traveling at night at some point during the holidays, going between friends and relatives' houses, traveling roads that you're not used to traveling on on a daily basis, it's going to be important for you to make sure you leave enough time and enough space for the car in front of you to make sure that you don't have a wreck. Even something as simple as going 25 miles an hour, coming to a full and complete stop immediately is going to hurl your dog through the air. Please remember this. Please remember that it takes just one moment to click your dog into that seatbelt. I don't want to harp too much on that, but I want to make sure that you understand that that is an important thing to do. Please remember to pack uh, plain water for your dog in case you need to stop somewhere or you get stranded somewhere because cars break down all the time. Make sure you've got a couple blankets in the car in case you do get stranded somewhere for a few hours. That's uncomfortable for you and your dog. You want to stay nice and warm. Your dog's going to be scared if you're on the side of the highway broke down. So make sure you've got water, food, blankets, Make sure you've got a charger for your phone, a backup charger if you're really, really paying attention, and make sure that your phone is fully charged. Now, if you don't have AAA, which, you know, honestly, I don't because when I had AAA and I needed to use it, it was going to be a three-hour wait. So I changed the tire myself. I gave up on AAA. There's no way I'm going to sit on the side of the road on a dark, rainy night with a flat tire and wait for three hours for AAA to get there. You don't really think it's, you know, feasible unless you're 90 years old and you don't have a choice. So, make sure that you plan for the worst. That's the bottom line. Plan for the worst, hope for the best, make sure that you're not inconvenienced or put at risk, and neither is your dog. I hope everyone stays safe. I hope everyone doesn't get sick. <laughs> I hope everyone gets everything they want for Christmas. Of course, at my age, the only thing I want for Christmas is just peace and quiet. I just, I don't want any more presents anymore. I don't need anything. I greatly appreciate the things I have got for Christmas, 
helpful things like beaker sets and droppers so that I can continue with my lotions and my concoctions that I make. I think that was amazing. And uh, a cat TV, which is a scratching pad that looks like a TV and they can get inside it and it looks like they're inside a TV. That looks like a hell of a lot of fun. I'm going to have to get that out soon and let the cats play in that. It's the simple things that make me happy, and I hope you're the same way. I hope that you're not starving. I hope that you have enough food in your belly, that you go to sleep at night, and you're warm and safe. If you're not, please reach out for help. There are tons of agencies out there to help you get back on your feet again. I don't want anyone to be homeless. I don't want anyone to be hungry. I know we're never going to solve that problem. But let's make it as few people as possible. Help out when you can. Remember, not everybody you see out begging for money is homeless. I've seen them arriving cars, standing out there, and they're wearing better shoes than I am. But sometimes people do need help. And if you think they need help, you're not going to hurt anything by helping them. You might even make yourself feel better. So it's a win-win situation. I always carry socks and toothbrush and toothpaste with me to give to some homeless people because that's what they need the most are socks, especially this time of the year. And if you have some spare food, maybe, maybe you could help out at the soup kitchen. Uh, Not necessarily taking the food there, although they might need it. You could buy some food for the soup kitchen. They help feed lots of people who are hungry. The animal shelters are my personal favorite. I like to bring them dog food and dog beds and dog treats this time of year because I really want all of the dogs to have some kind of comfort during the holidays. During the year anyway, but especially during the holidays. You know what I mean. Take care. Be good to everyone. It doesn't hurt you at all, and it doesn't cost you a thing to say a nice thing to a total stranger. Be well. Happy New Year. We'll see you in January 2023.